Welcome to PCSing Hawaii podcast, where we discuss all things related to PCSing Hawaii, military lifestyle, real estate, and all things Hawaii. I am your host, Lexi Brown, and today we're going to be talking about our PCSing story to the island. So for many military families, the idea of being stationed in Hawaii is a dream come true. With its gorgeous beaches, lush tropical landscape, and perfect weather year-round, Hawaii is often at the top of many people's wish lists for duty stations. But with this dream destination comes a unique set of challenges when it comes to PCSing. And let me tell you, our PCS here was an absolute complete shit show. Everyone we talked to from our sponsors and current unit all had conflicting information and PCS advice. We had to move our pets, ship an extra car, break a lease early, find somewhere to live, go through the EFMP process, extremely downsize our house, and ship our things. And on top of it, when we were going to be arriving to the island, I would be seven months pregnant. Everything that could go wrong pretty much went wrong. We ended up being thousands of dollars out of pocket because of the wrong advice given. Whether we had questions or not, they never were answered and we were made to feel like idiots for asking. Today, I have my husband here with me and we are going to tell you our story on PCSing to Hawaii. Welcome, Nick. Thank you. Yeah, our PCS here was extremely stressful and PCSing is stressful enough, but PCSing to Hawaii, well, it's nice can be more stressful than PCSing anywhere else. And for me, it was my first time PCSing, first time having a pregnant wife, and first time going through a custody evaluation just so that way we could bring our daughter here. Yeah, and to top it off, we didn't even get our hard orders until like less than a week from our report in a later date. And we got packed up on Christmas Eve and had to spend the holidays in a hotel in Utah, and everything that could go wrong went wrong. Yeah, I was having the hardest time getting my hard orders. I had to do weapons training, and I talked to my deployment manager saying, hey, I need to take this weapons training class. And he's like, oh, you got to call CADM and schedule with them. And then when I call CADM, they'd say, no, your deployment manager has to call and schedule it. And then PCSing already sucks enough, but PCSing during the holidays really sucks where places aren't open or you, you'll you go in and they'll say, oh, we're closed for our holiday party. Yeah, that, that was anytime we had a deadline, like we missed it because we would go in and we'd make sure, you know, on our end, we had all of our paperwork and everything done. But we'd go in to hand it and no one would be there. Or, you know, we'd make calls and you couldn't get anybody because everybody was all doing holiday shit. And it was so frustrating because anytime we reached out for any kind of a question, we just were given the runaround and people just didn't care, it felt like. Yeah, it's super frustrating when you talk to one person and they tell you do X and you do that. And then you talk to someone else and they say, no, you were supposed to do Y. And... PCSing to Hawaii is extremely challenging. I've heard that it's easier to bring pets to Japan than it is to Hawaii. Now, we learned afterwards that Hawaii has a good reason for that. 
I guess a bunch of species went extinct here when rats came over because originally the island had no predators. But bringing a pet here is no joke. Yeah, you have to jump through all of these hoops. You have to pay for tests, which the military does not reimburse you for. And then the plane tickets, like that was a hot mess. I remember they booked our tickets and we told them, hey, we have a pet. And it was like, okay, so, and uh, we'll try to get them on the the flight with you afterwards then. And half the time, like you can't do that. You'll be on a flight that is either already booked with pets or doesn't have, you know, pets are not allowed or what have you. So we had to actually go through the housing office several times and rebook our flights. I think we actually ended up just being like, screw it. And we're booking our flight with our pet. And we didn't even go through the military because it was like such a shit show and no, no planning or help with anything. And it was going to be like, we're going to have to leave your dog here or send them on a separate plane. And it was so stressful to think that, you know, we might have to be coming in at different times as our animal. And again, we have children and I was pregnant and not only do we have children, but we were PCSing with my grandmother with dementia. So we also have that on our plate. But yeah, I would definitely say the hardest process moving here was the pets and then EFMP. The medical screening process was intense. They, where I was high risk pregnancy, they were requiring me to go through all of these hoops to make sure that it was okay for me to come to the island and that there would be enough resources. And again, you know, my grandmother was PCSing with us and they wanted to make sure she was okay to move here too but again we were in the holidays time and no one wanted to answer their phones or answer questions and there wasn't a military hospital on that base either so we had to coordinate through civilian doctors and regular doctors yeah yeah super frustrating they ended up making us take a class on how to be pregnant (laughs) even though my wife had already had a child before And then when we get here at the hospital, they say, oh, we have no record of you taking that test. So we're going to need you to retake it. Yeah, they wanted me to redo it. And I was like, "Uh, no, I already sat through the two-hour class when I'm already a mom. Like, I'll pass. And I had to to fight them on that one. But I won at the end of it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I guess civilians can just say no. But that's not an option for us. (laughs) Yeah, that was not going to happen. But yeah, so the EFMP process was pretty intense and moving here was a challenge in the fact that I felt like we didn't have any help. We would ask our sponsor something and they would give us incorrect information if we even got an answer because half the time there was no answer at all. And then you would go to spouses pages and you would get different answers on the spouse pages or You know, you would find someone that lives here and try to, you know, ask for their advice. I remember there was somebody on the base in Utah that was from here and we would go and meet up with him and be like, hey, like, what can we expect here? Because he actually lived there. And I feel like he was more help than, you know, people are supposed to be helping families move in and off the island than your sponsor was. Well, I was also in an awkward situation because my sponsor was also going to be my next supervisor. Mm. And I knew a couple people who had that experience and I asked them for advice and they said, don't ask too many questions. 
So I'm in a very awkward situation where the person who's my sponsor, who's going to be my supervisor, doesn't like being asked questions. Who am I supposed to go out to? Yeah, and I feel like that's the case with a lot of people. Like everyone says that they are made to feel dumb or like they're asking a stupid question. And it's like, okay, it's not a stupid question if you've never done it before. And like we've talked about, I feel like moving here is more difficult than moving to like Japan or Germany because there's so many different requirements and it's still considered an overseas assignment, but no one else has all these different pet requirements. And then, you know, they want to do the EFMP screening with you and shipping your cars here. Like that is a freaking hot mess. They, you know, want to make sure that you have absolutely no recalls on your car, that your car is in like top condition. You have to get a letter from the lender of whoever holds the car title to give permission to move. And then it has to be like immaculately cleaned or they will not ship your car. So right before we moved here, we got our cars all ready to go. We had two. So we were doing one privately. And one through the military. And we had them professionally cleaned, you know, everything taken care of. And then what happened, Nick? Yeah, I got rear-ended a week before moving here. And, of course, <laughs> the car has to be in perfect condition. So I take it to a mechanic. He tells me, oh, I can't give you a quote until I start working on it. So I didn't want to pay this guy a bunch of money just to take my car apart and tell me it would be super expensive. So... We ended up giving the car away to a friend of ours who's a single mom. And yeah, it just wasn't worth the trouble. Yeah, we had the the car was completely paid off. It was older and we were in such a time crunch and we had so much, you know, going on. And we were literally being moved out that week too. So it was the week of Christmas. So nobody was open and we wanted to focus on moving to the island and not having to deal with car shit. So we just literally dropped it. And that was the one we were shipping through the military. So we didn't even utilize our free car shipment. We ended up just because it was easier just to go through privately and pay for it because the shit show that the military puts you through to ship your car. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely, extremely frustrating. We had the pregnancy on top of everything else. And my dad jokes that pregnancy is actually harder on the guy because he has to take care of the woman. Uh, I, prob- I, pr- I probably shouldn't say that he's right, but I'm also not going to exactly say that he's wrong, even though maybe I should. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I mean, we went through an intense custody evaluation with my, you know, other daughter and I was pregnant. And we all know as women, it is hard being pregnant in the first place, never mind doing a PCS move and a custody evaluation the exact same time. But it was, yeah, I, I'm sorry. That's all I have to say. I'm but sorry. Yeah, I thought we had everything in orders. We're getting to the home st- stretch. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be there to support my family, support my pregnant wife. And I get a call Sunday night being told I have to go into the office to get orders cut and check out equipment because I have to go and cover George H.W. Bush's funeral. And so I end up leaving to do that. And my family made do without me. I mean, thank God for military spouses because I don't know how we would PCS without them. Yeah, I mean, he got orders last second. And again, pregnant toddler grandmother with dementia and i 
had to use the community to have people come and help me organize things. And we hadn't been packed up yet either. I don't even think we had our hard orders yet at that point. I think you were waiting on it. And that was the other frustrating part because you had to like come home and just like hit the ground running to again, pre plan and prep and get paperwork and all of this stuff in for us to actually get our hard orders cut to, to move. Well, and how I found out originally I got orders, I was on back to back TDYs. So I came back from a TDY on Saturday on Sunday, I left out to go to another TDY and heard a rumor that I got orders to Hawaii. And I called my supervisor to confirm, not only because uh, I was excited about moving to Hawaii, but also because I knew we had a lot to deal with. And I wanted to prepare as quickly as possible. For sure, for sure. The other thing that was really frustrating is people kept telling us, hey, book a hotel for 60 days you are going to need the full 60 days. You're entitled to that amount. Like no matter what, you're able to stay in a hotel, you know, until you figure out housing. But with our custody evaluation, they wanted to have a physical address or an area to know where our daughter was going to be and what school she was going to go to. So that wasn't an option for us. And all of the housing, they refused to let us even get on a housing list or to get a house during this. So what we ended up doing is purchasing a home several months before arrival. I think we closed on our house in November and then we didn't get there until January, but we had to close on this house. And again, everyone was like, Oh no, you, you're still entitled to the TLA of 60 days. So you can get there and until your household goods comes and hang out in the hotel. And I just, I don't know. I just, I didn't believe that because one other spouse said, no, no, no. Like if you're, you know, moving here and you've already purchased a home, you have to move into that home right away. They're not going to pre-approve or approve you for any TLA at that point. And so I was like, we are going to be completely screwed if we get stuck with this. I mean, thousands of dollars bill because it would have been thousands of dollars because the government shut down and our household goods didn't come in for like three months after we had almost three months after until we moved in. So anyways, we moved into this house and we had no furniture at all. My pregnant self at seven months pregnant had to sleep on an air mattress until about a week before giving birth when our stuff came and no one told us about loaner furniture. They knew what we were doing and we were moving into an empty home and no one mentioned loaner furniture either. But I'm so glad we did that because we would have been financially absolutely screwed had we went into a hotel. Yeah, I mean, the nice thing about buying a home here is when you buy a home in Hawaii using your VA home loan, you're able to skip your first two months payments usually because of closing costs. And that home did appreciate in value $300,000 in three years. So Yeah, I mean, I mean, no regrets going through that. But again, it's just the lack of support and information we received when we moved here was just absolutely unacceptable. And I, after giving birth and settling in, I made it my mission to help 
people not ever go through that. I didn't want anyone to have to deal with that ever again. So I became a key spouse. I became the president of the Hickman Listed Spouses Club. We became sponsors. We went and did sponsor training. And we created the group PCSing Hawaii on Facebook for a place where people could come together and we could help them and streamline the process and prevent them from being out thousands of dollars out of pocket and just be a supportive community. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we want you guys to know. If you have any questions, you can ask that in the group. You can ask that directly to us. We want to be there to help other people. You know, in tech school, I was the white rope. I was the male mentor. And I've always been a big believer in paying it forward. For sure. And, you know, we're doing this podcast to help everybody move here. Like we've said several times during this episode, the move here, even if you've PCS several times, it is a different beast. And the lack of support and the lack of information that you get from the people that should be giving you it is just unacceptable. And we are here for you. We are going to help you. We have all of the information you need from shipping your cars, getting your pets here from the paperwork, what to do, what not to do, you know, EFMP process, how to prepare yourself for that and streamline that, how to find housing, whether it's, you know, moving on base, renting or buying a home. We 100% we are going to cover that in this podcast and we are going to make you feel like when you move here that it's not as stressful and that you have somebody that is going to be there and have your back and make sure that you're not thousands of dollars out of pocket and that you get here confident and it's not already tainted before you arrive here, your experience. Yeah. And I just want to say to anyone out there who's freaking out about PCSing here that like everything, Hard times come to an end also, and you will PCS here, probably, and you will get to live in Hawaii, which is pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, we, I mean, we love it. It is now our home. We wouldn't change the fact that we went through that because we've been able to help so many people. And like I said, we kind of immersed ourselves in the community and in education to make sure that we could make it a better process for everybody. So you will love it you know, hit us up. We're here to help you. Uh, we're going to go over, like I said, everything to do with PCSing military life. We're going to have military spouses on here and talk about their transition to the Island. You know, if you're, you have a small business, like your photographer or, you know, you make candles or hairdresser or whatever it is, just kind of that transition, starting up your career here, um, again, everything to do with PCSing, getting your pets here. We're going to cover that. And then we're going to cover real estate too. Living on base, renting, buying a home, that whole process, you can be sure you're going to find it here on PCSing Hawaii. So please subscribe. We want you guys on this journey. And thank you so much for listening to us today. And we look forward to having you on this journey with us. <laughs>